Welcome to the Building Your Team podcast, where we truly believe the greatest leaders in history didn't just set out to become a great leader, they set out to do a great work, knowing they couldn't do it alone. No matter where your name shows up on the org chart, if you want to be successful, it starts with building your team. Well, I'm Scott Kramer, along with our host, Coach Damon Tomeo, and on Episode 5, can you, can you believe that? Episode 5? Episode 5. Here we go. Episode 5 of Building Your Team, we're going to be tackling the topic of hope, whether it's in leadership, finances, relationships, fitness. Hope is a crucial ingredient for experiencing results. But first, Coach, was there any feedback from our last episode on discipline that you wanted to share? Well, you know, we, last time we talked on discipline and uh, heard from a few different people. Again, our, our messages tend to be very dense, and uh, there's a lot to them. And I think we're cha- taking a little bit of a sidestep this week with uh, a little bit of an, I wouldn't say easier topic, because this, pre- this is pretty intense, but um, it might not be as a dense material, and it uh, might be a little bit more simple, straightforward. So I think if you're listening through, and if you missed the last few podcasts, go back and listen to them, and however you're getting your podcast to you. Uh, but last, last time on this one, I think it was a great one and uh, some really good messaging in there that uh, people could take and apply to their daily life. Yeah, if you haven't noticed, these are building one upon the other and they really do uh, need to be consumed in, in whole. So if you haven't, you haven't uh, caught up with all of them, make sure that you do that and, and get caught up. Where are we headed today? Well, to honor your 15 minutes of listening to us today and joining with us, which we appreciate so much, you know, we're talking hope and results. And uh, I think everyone's been on a driving trip, whether you were in the back of the old station wagon at, at age eight and uh, punching and kicking your brother or sister, uh, you know, when your parents were driving or now as you're at the front of the car driving with your family in the back. Uh, you know, I miss those old station wagons. Those are fun cars. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but, um, you know, we have family in Denver, Colorado, and from where we live, it's a good 12 hours away. And taking that trip, and we have a nine-year-old daughter, you know, you get in the car and it's, are we there yet? Are we there yet? When are we stopping? What are we doing? I think you have to have a combination of you know, hope and results just on that trip. And it's a simple thing. You're driving a, a long-distance car ride. You know where we're going. We know the final destination, but how are we going to get there? What's our plan? And here's the things that we're trying to do. Maybe we need to have a mini stop along the way and maybe a night stay somewhere. And as my daughter loves to use the pool at the hotel, but some mini goals uh, along the way to that bigger destination, some, some what they call some small milestones. Mm-hmm. So really where we're going today is just this car trip of the balance of hope versus results. So take the trip with us to understand that hope and results could really help you in your organization with your family and with your team. That's good. I, I'm thinking through uh, Dave Ramsey's, you know, get out of debt plan. He's got the debt snowball. And he talks about listing your debts from smallest to biggest and kind of knocking out the smallest ones first. And and most people want to kind of do the math and they want to uh, figure out the interest rates. And what he what he's trying to say is start with the smallest first, because as you start crossing those off the list, you're going to see your hope begin to begin to create the results. And without that, we just kind of get bogged down, don't we? Absolutely. Yeah, absolutely. The hope, that balance between hope of the best is yet to come, and you have to keep that in front of you at all times, yet you got to have some results. 
And with the discipline we've been talking about and the goal setting we've been talking about, you're going to want to see some progress. And uh, there's definitely a fine line and a balancing act between those hope and those results. So you got three things for us today. Yeah, you know, I first that really popped into my head in thinking about this was that we all want something. Um, whether you're, you know, you're 16 and you're trying to get your first car or you're, you know, you're 36 and you're trying to buy your first house, we all want to get married, to pay the house off, maybe pay off that credit card, lose 10 pounds. What is it that you want? And if you go back to your goals and the steps it takes to get there, I always feel, though, that you're going to get the response you deserve when you have earned it. So regardless of what you want, you're going to get a response when you've earned it. And it's going to take some work to get there. But you got to set that goal. And you got to have an idea of really where you're going. Because if you don't know where you're going, it's going to be hard to really get there. Mm-hmm. So regardless of what it is, and whatever it is you choose to want, you got to find that hope and results are going to inter- intertwine as you're moving toward that goal. Mm-hmm. Yeah, as a, as a college coach, I can probably feel like you're rebuilding every four years. I mean, you, you know, you get that that cycle of student athletes that, that come in and, and how, how do you overcome that feeling and generate hope for not just your team, but your staff and yourself? Sometimes I feel like you're building a, a brand new team every year. Um, you know, we, we have our challenging years uh, and, and every year has its own uniqueness to it. And 20 years have been doing this. Uh, every team is different. But one of the things we try to stay in front of us all the time is you win or you learn. You don't lose. You only lose when you don't learn from the opportunity that what you were presented with. You win or you learn. So you got to embrace it, learn from it, move forward, and be in a constant state of continuous improvement. So often we just look at the scoreboard and say we lost and we walk away with our heads down. But there was an opportunity there to learn. What are we doing right? What are we doing well? And where are some areas in which we could improve on? So if you're taking that trip all the way to Denver, Colorado, and you're on I-80, which so many of us have been on as you're cutting through Iowa and Nebraska and the heartland of America, maybe you need to bring some more games for the kids in the back. <laughs> or maybe you got to find a better place to stop or you know, you got to know where that greatest truck stop is to, to know to take a break and get out of the car for a few minutes. But what are some little things that you can which learn from and, uh, and take along that process and say, hey, this is some pieces to this that we're doing well. You know, with our team, you know, turnovers in football is such a big thing. How are you doing in the turnovers? Are you controlling the ball? Are you practicing those things? Uh, are you throwing the ball well? Are you running the ball well? Are you tackling well? So there's a lot of little things you can look at, too, along that process. So you don't just straight dichotomize winning and losing. There's little goals, too, that you can get to. And so as you're looking for that big result, the big win, you know that it's going to take a lot of little wins, a lot of little results to get there. Mm-hmm. In business, you know, you chase margin. You're, you're, the goals are clearly set. Without margin, you know, eventually you, you sell the mills, so to speak. In ministry or in a nonprofit, you measure impact and, uh, you know, community impact or um, personal growth for the individuals that you're trying to minister to. Is coaching more business or ministry? That's a great question when you think about it. I think you're doing a little bit of both because you you're, you got to realize the impact you're having, and it's definitely not a, a quantitative one when you're trying to build men with your team or women as appropriate. Um, you know, how, how do you evaluate 
the quality of your kids' development as a family, as as a, as a father, as I'm doing or as you're doing. That you, there's just no like right or wrong. Like yes, we did it. You know, it, there's got to be a certain level of we're making progress, and you see a lot of little results that you're happy with, and you have some hope as you continue along that process that this is kind of going in the right direction. You see the little positives that you're looking for and the little feedbacks. So I think there's a level of business. There's usually a bottom line. Their money's always involved. We all have a boss. And if you don't, you, you, you're a fool because there's always somebody that's <laughs> above you that's always got an eye on you. And uh, sometimes that's a good thing. But we know that uh, in sports, there's definitely a combination of, of having some results and having some hope. And uh, I don't see that being very far off of even in business or ministry or with your family. You've got to keep moving everybody forward and uh, showing some mini goals, some mini results, and uh, continue to have hope for the future. Yeah. Talk to us some more about this, this issue of hope. Well, I think one of the things when you start, again, you just envision this car ride you're on, that's a long ride. That's 12 hours in the car. And uh, how often do we spend 12 hours with another human being without being stuck to our phone <laughs> but, or the iPad or you know, the movie has to play? But I think you got to have some real high level of patience. And you got to start the process with patience, mm-hmm. knowing that this goal is in front of you. It's going to take some time. And these little steps we're going to take to achieve some mini results are going to take some time and some effort. So have some patience with the process. I think you need to also have some realistic optimism. I will succeed, but it will be hard and it will take time. So give yourself that time. Give yourself the the space you're going to need to achieve what you're trying to achieve and know that the best is yet to come. Yeah. Talk to the person listening right now that has been led poorly in this area. Um, Sometimes... Uh, a leader will actually be promoted into that place of leadership because of their ability to kind of remove the emotion from conflict. Um, they handle they handle conflict well. They handle people well, and and uh, they handle customers that are irate well. And they're just they do a really good job of removing emotion. But yet at the same time, I, I've seen some of those people like be so good at that that they also remove the positive emotion or the hope that's required to really stay on track and be motivated and, and be resilient through tough times is that person that's in that situation. What, what would you say to them? Man, it's tough. It's, I'd always say with our team and with our staff, you, you can suck the air out of the room really quick and a leader can do that in any organization. A parent can do that in any family very, very quickly. And uh, you, you got to be aware of it. You got to be aware when it happens. You got to be aware of what's causing it because you really can just kind of destroy all the hope in front of you. And any results you're getting are going to be slowed even further. I, th- I think, again, it kind of just circles back to just being positive, really controlling your 20 square feet and understanding where everybody's going. Mm-hmm. And it, never easy, but try to get everybody on the same page, get them in a room. Again, circle back two podcasts ago about goal setting. Mm-hmm. But if everybody's talking about the same goal, then it's a little bit easier, I feel, that we're all in this together and we're all kind of moving the same way. And when you have a hard conversation of these results aren't getting what we want, well, what do we need to do to achieve what we're trying to get to? Yeah. Well, before we get to our application and takeaway, what's, what's another critical point in this, uh, in this issue of keeping hope in front of our teams? Well, I just I think it's a constant process. I really do. I, I don't think it's going to stop. I think you're going to have to stay positive, which is something that oftentimes you're not seeing the result as fast as you would, would desire. But you really got to stay positive with 
uh, your process and knowing that uh, if you can set up some small little results along the way, you'll feel better about it. And then hope will continue to shine and allow you to keep moving forward. Yeah. Very good. What's our application and takeaway? And then maybe tell us where we're headed next time. Sure, sure. Uh, You know, I think there's a uh, symbiotic relationship between hope and results. You know, hope oftentimes can be a little bit more passive. I'm kind of just hoping for the future as you sit on the couch and, and eat your potato chips and you feel like you want to lose some weight. Then there's the flip side of that, the active side of the results. Like here's the actual result of what I have done. I've gotten off that couch and I'm now have an exercise plan. I'm on a diet and eating plan. So, but they work together. Action is what gives you hope. Hope drives you to more action and they're going to work together. So the more action steps you take, the more hope you're going to have, the more hope you're going to have, the more you're going to want to take more action steps. So stay positive with the process and take the first step, set a plan and take that first step and understand you're going to have to have hope and results for it to be successful. Mm. Understanding the symbiotic relationship between hope and results. And that's a page we can add to our leadership playbook for sure. Thank you, Coach. Always valuable. Anything else before we... Well, I I think, you know, as as we're goal of being our best version of ourselves and those around you deserve and and need it, one of the tricks I've had with this process is uh, when you set that goal is really to chart your progress and Mm -hmm. write it down. Mm-hmm. And oftentimes people say, well, I would post it on the fridge or I put it on my bathroom mirror. But seriously, write it down. So if your goal is to pay off your credit card and you have, say, $1,000 and you're going to make 10 $100 payments to pay this off, put it on the fridge and have a physical interaction with your goal. Every month you go to that and you check off the box. I made this payment. I'm one-tenth of the way. I'm two-tenths of the way. How about exercise? Well, I want to exercise. And I'm going to do it at 7 o'clock every day. We'll have a physical interaction with that goal. Write it down. Again, every time you see it, you're going to create that hope is going to drive to more action, and the action is going to allow you to see more hope, and the results will come. Have an interaction with that goal. Break it into small parts. Control what you can control. You really can do it. It's possible. And I think as we move into next time, we're going to start talking about some of the goals that we've set and some of our progress and results and quality controlling some of that and how to improve the direction we're on. Mm. Yeah. Well, be sure to subscribe so that you don't miss it. If you have a question or a comment, you can find our contact information in the show notes along with all of the other valuable information mentioned today. Be sure to follow Damon on social media. And I want to give a special thanks to our Building Your Team team for making this podcast excellent, Frank, Sky, and Dan. And special thanks again to the Galesburg Radio Company for allowing us to use their studio to record this episode. If you live in the listening area, make sure you tune in to WGIL 1400 AM for local news and sports. And occasionally, I think on Friday mornings, is that right, Coach? Friday mornings at 840. A live interview with Coach Damon Tomeo. For Coach, I'm Scott Kramer, inviting you back next time for another episode of Building Your Team. Thanks for listening.